welcome to the Positivity and Prosperity Podcast. If you're ready for a dose of inspiration and insight, then you've come to the right place. My name is Victoria Maskell and I'm a psychotherapist, mindset coach and positivity practitioner. I help women just like you to have their own Cinderella stories and transform their mindsets to make their dreams a reality. So if you're a coach, an entrepreneur, or just looking to up-level your life, then this is the podcast for you. I'm going to be talking all things money mindset, manifesting your dream life, and how to use your subconscious to achieve anything you set your mind to. I'm going to be filling these podcast episodes with stories and inspiration for you, things to make you smile, feel supported, and get ready to crush your goals and manifest your dreams. There is no such thing as a coincidence in life. So just by listening to this podcast, you are one step closer to making your dream life, business, and mindset a reality. So if you're ready for today's dose of positivity and prosperity, then let's dive in. Hi, everyone. I hope you're all having an absolutely wonderful day. Right. I am so excited to share this episode with you. So I have just done an amazing interview with Abby from AJ Coaching and we are talking all about fear. And let's face it, no matter where we are in life, there are always going to be obstacles. There are always going to be things that we are fearing. Abby is diving into some of the common fears she sees with her coaching clients. She is also going to be giving you a four-step process to tackling fear. Now, whether this is fear of stepping out of your comfort zone, fear of rejection, maybe fear of taking new job opportunities or whatever it is in your life, Abby is going to be showing you her four-step process for tackling this fear. Now, before I dive into the main bit of the episode, I just wanted to remind you that there is just still time to secure your early bird tickets to raise your vibration. So this is my London workshop that I'm running with the awesome Risa Tante. It is on Sunday the 7th of July from 10 till 4 at Fly London and this workshop is for any female entrepreneur or any person who has a side hustle, who wants to be thinking about building a business but is feeling stressed. So if you're feeling stressed, you're feeling overwhelmed, maybe you're in that position, maybe you're a mum and you feel like you're trying to spin all the plates at once and you're trying to be mum and wife or partner and taxi and accountant and all of those different things as well as a business owner, if that is you and you need a day of self-care, of mindset, you need a day to actually reset, reprogram all those limiting beliefs and have a clear action plan for the rest of 2019, then Raise Your Vibration is the perfect workshop for you. So I'm gonna leave all the links in the show notes As I said, there is just time to secure an early bird ticket. They're going really, really fast, so I don't want you to miss out. So click the link in my bio and you can find out all the information there so you can see more details, you can see where we're hosting it in London, see if this is the right workshop for you. And obviously, as ever, if you've got any questions, you know you can always send me an email at victoria at victoriamaskell.com 
or hop over to Instagram, um, victoria.maskell. Follow me there if you're not already following me. There's loads more content there, all about mindset and law of attraction and all of that good stuff. So I would love, love, love you to let me know if you've come over from this podcast and you are following me there. Right, without further ado, which is a phrase I've always wanted to say, um, we're going to dive into this episode with the amazing Abby. If you want to know any more about Abby, I'm going to leave her details in the show notes. Hi, Abby. Right. Welcome to the Positivity and Prosperity podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm so excited to have you here. Let's start with, can you just tell all the listeners a little bit about you, what you do and who you help? Yeah. So I'm Abby. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. Thank you so much for inviting me. Um, I'm a life and mindset coach um, and I basically help, love to help women kind of realize their potential, push past their fears push past their limiting beliefs and really make long lasting changes in their life. And yeah, I just love it. That's what I love to do. Oh, amazing. And I think change is such a big thing, whether this is, whether people who are listening, whether they're students, whether they're in a nine to five, whether it's sort of relationship change, whether they want to start a business change and actually taking that step is is massive and today we're going to dive into fear a lot because I know this is one of your like specialist subjects like if you're on mastermind this would be it would all be about fear so let's start with in your experience from the people you've coached from your clients from the challenges you've run what would you say like how is it that fear holds people back like what examples could you kind of give us on that yeah, so I mean, with a lot of women that I've come across, fear holds them back in so many different ways. And it's so, so different for everyone. But largely, fear just holds them back. It keeps them doing the same routines. You know, it keeps them in their comfort zone of what they're used to. And they're afraid to break free of that. And it kind of, it's, they stop making changes because they fear getting it wrong. They fear being judged. They fear failure. They fear, you know, they fear so many different things and they fear being vulnerable, putting themselves out there. And it just holds them back. So it keeps them doing the same things that they're kind of sick of, but fear prevents them from doing what they need to to make that change. Yeah, it's that being stuck, isn't it? It's, it's almost like we get to the stage where we're aware that we're not happy, whether that is in job, relationship, career, or like our bodies, our self-esteem, but actually making that shift and changing is so difficult. And one of the things you mentioned there, fear of getting things wrong, I think that's huge. And I think even as children, I don't know if you experience this as well, but I definitely had that fear of, I don't really want to do this because what if I get it wrong? Or this is going to sound so sad, but I actually have a, I'm not going to call it a fear, but I don't like writing on the first page of a notebook because I start, I start thinking, well, what if I mess it up? What if I write something wrong? That's the first page. It's got to be special. <laughs> and I, I know that's a silly example, but I think we all have those elements of getting something wrong. And okay, so could you maybe give us an example of, you know, times where you have helped women through this? Because I bet there are so many people listening who have this fear, particularly of failure. Could you kind of talk us through some of the steps that you might have taken in the past with people to help them? Yeah, so I mean, if I, if I, when I work with a woman who's particularly have a, has a fear of failure and that's kind of keeping her 
doing what she's always done but she and it's making her afraid of stepping into something new it's kind of like a process and a journey that I take her through because we we just start with okay what is it what is it that you're scared of like what is your worst case scenario and often when they tell me that it's almost always something that's highly unlikely to happen (laughs) yeah yeah so that's kind of getting that one out of the way and then we're kind of go to okay what are the steps that you could be taking in order to get to your goal and challenging the idea of failure around these little steps so I kind of like to take them through the idea of you know what is failure to you what does that mean and then challenging failure because often when we think we failed we actually haven't we've actually just learned something that we can then use to move forward in a different direction or you know, failure just kind of teaches us what not to do. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a really good thing. That's so powerful. Yeah. So it's kind of that process and then kind of getting them to do like small little steps that get them closer to that goal because often it's the big leaps that we're scared to take. So if you can take small little steps and then celebrate the small wins, that's going to build the confidence. That's kind of just get the momentum going really. And then once they've achieved one thing they're like oh wait I can actually do this and then it kind of just gets the ball rolling really and then every time there's a new thing that there might be a fear around that we just work through the same process we keep challenging it we keep moving forward and we keep doing the little steps and then eventually it's just like you go girl (laughs) you go girl I love it. So it's basically that, you know, we often have this, this fear of failure and it seems like a massive process, but what you're saying is break it down, just, you know, break it down into small chunks. And once you've achieved that chunk and nothing horrible has happened, you can take the next step and the next step. Yeah. I love that. And, and also something you said, I think, I can't remember where this has come from. So someone, you know, send me an email, not, not (laughs) on a postcard, but send me an email if you know who first quoted this, but fail as the acronym of first attempt in learning so the idea that we should switch this up and instead of thinking like oh my god I failed I got stuff wrong now this is really embarrassing it's like wow I tried something and now I've learned something from it what can I do next time to learn something else or to get a different outcome and yeah and I love that because I always try and challenge the word failure because I, you know, a lot of people say that failure doesn't exist, but a lot of people, failure is very real. But at the same time, I always try and see it as if I didn't fail, then I didn't try. <laughs> Ooh, that's so, right. If I didn't fail, then I didn't try. I like that. That's the tagline for this podcast episode. Yeah. <laughs> because that's it at the end of the day. You know, the only failure really is when you don't even try. Mm. so if you haven't failed at anything you haven't tried anything new yes oh my goodness and also as lovely as it would be to get everything right first time in our whole lives I think I think we would actually end up feeling like we hadn't really achieved very much because it was just easy and we hadn't we wouldn't know why we were achieving it's only when you get things wrong that you actually get that insight so yeah and insight is so important yeah. because then when you reach that big goal with failures along the way, you can look back and realize how far you've come. And I think the process of the person you become when you reach these big goals is worth everything because when you can learn from your failures, when you can 
keep going no matter what like that persistence and that determination takes you places like it's like grit isn't it yeah and actually I suppose you develop more and there's almost more oh this is going to sound crazy but there's almost more satisfaction for from achieving something if you got it wrong a few times um I'm thinking of things like driving driving lessons driving tests like um i I did pass first time, but as my mum and dad would probably say, no one thought I would, um, but I did. Um, they were as shocked as I was, as was my driving instructor. However, I imagine if you're like, right, I haven't passed the first time, right, I'm gonna take it again, I'm gonna take it again. You've become more resilient, you've become more determined, you've learned more about driving than the person like me who goes, I passed? Are you sure? Yeah. Great example because, like for me, I'm I learned to drive in Sheffield, which is a really hilly city, and clutch control, like clutch control <laughs> in this city. Oh my god, crazy! So, like learning to drive in a hilly city, like clutch control, like the one week you could smash it, and the next week you <laughs> score. Do you know what I mean? Nice language there, smash it. Yeah. Well, not literally the car, but. <laughs> You know, one week it could go so smooth and you think, yes, I've got it. And then the next week you stall at a, pe- a set of traffic lights and it's like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> you, that doesn't prevent you from getting back in the car. You keep going, you keep learning and you just, you just embrace it as a, okay, I didn't get it this time. I'll get it next time. Yeah. So. You know what that's also made me think about? How as human beings, we internalize failure, but not necessarily success. So the mm-hmm. example being, right, I did pass my driving test first time, but if anyone asked me, I would have been like, I was just lucky, I had a good examiner, the roads were quite clear. But when it's fear, sorry, when it's fear, when it's failure, it's like, oh my God, I can't drive. Like you were saying that example, you know, like hill starts. Yeah. You know, people would start thinking, I'm not good at driving, I can't do this, this is too difficult, I'm not good. When actually, it might be things about the traffic, the weather, the route you were taking. They're all external. They have nothing to do with us and our capabilities, but we internalise the failure. Yeah, that's huge, because it's so true about everything. When it's a failure, we automatically think, oh God, it was me, it was this, it was that. And we just kind of build it up in our heads and then we're afraid to fail again and it holds us back and failure is just something we can learn from always yeah our brains um, our brains don't like anything that uh, that causes us stress embarrassment upset and one of the things you mentioned at the start as well was sort of fear of rejection can yeah. you maybe give us some examples of that element of it so just in case there's anyone listening that maybe that element of fear would resonate with So with the fear of rejection, I mean, for me, (laughs) I, this always kind of comes down to, right, the fear of rejection is, I see it as you're placing other people's opinions above your own. Mm. Um, That should never really be the case. So if I have a lady who has a fear of rejection or a fear of what other people think of her, I always bring it down to like, where has that come from? You know, have you been rejected before um has someone made you feel like inferior or something mm-hmm. and I kind of that's kind of like a really deep one to work through because that mm-hmm. kind of stems from a, like an emotional place but with that I kind of build their own self-worth or work with them on their own self-esteem 
And I, I try and instill the belief that you are worthy no matter what the opinion, no matter what the other person thinks or anything like that. As long as you believe in yourself and your skills, you, you just, it just all comes down to you and rejection as well. Not every, you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. That's yeah. just life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you could be the best cup of tea in the whole of the UK, but there's always going to be someone who prefers coffee. <laughs> yeah. I always say like, there are going to be people that don't like Beyonce and yeah, Beyonce crazy. <laughs> it's, it's crazy how can this even be a thing but there are because and it doesn't necessarily have to be that they think she's a horrible nasty person she has no talent they're just like meh like yeah. okay and I think when it comes to rejection especially what I see in my coaching as well people take it to the extreme in that they think people are going to hate them they're like well yeah. if I do this people are going to hate me well okay what about if people are just indifferent to it? They're like, oh, okay, she started this new job. Fine, move on. Like, yeah. that's not actually bad. And you're, you've, you've said that so well that you can be the best peach, but there's going to be someone that doesn't like peaches. That yeah. you can be the best cup of tea, but there's going to be someone. And, and we are all different. But I think it's almost going back to that evolutionary pack mentality of yeah. as human beings, we feel safe if we are part of a group. So if yeah. we feel we are liked, we are accepted, even if that means staying in our comfort zone and not really acting how we want to act, we feel safer. And it goes back to fear again. So fear of being different, fear of stepping out of that group and saying, actually, I now want to be like this. I want to dress like this. I want to have this job. I want to say these opinions can be really scary. And I think it is, again, it's that self-sabotage in our brains. Our brain goes, uh -uh, no, this is dangerous, creates all of these awful scenarios of what could happen. Yeah. But as you were saying, like so often these things don't even happen. It's all yeah. what we're making up in our brains, worst case scenarios that we're just conjuring up. Yeah. And that's so important as well. Like you said, we, we always go to that worst case scenario and with the fear of rejection, you know, if that comes from a place where one person rejected you, we tend to generalize that to everybody else. Like, okay, he, he might have rejected me, so every other guy is going to reject me. Or that job rejected me, so I'm not good enough to apply for any other job that is similar to that. And it's that kind of, you can't place that one person's opinion above everybody else's because you might go to someone else and they it could be the exact same job but just somebody else hiring you and they love you yeah <laughs> it's so different for everyone and everything so with that fear it all just comes down to you and what you can be doing to yeah. pass that and and to go back to that example again like a job interview I have been in that position and I'm sure loads of people listening have been where you think, oh my goodness, if I don't get this, it's because I wasn't good enough. I wasn't this, I wasn't that. Well, actually, when you, like as a coach, we can kind of step out of the scenario, can't we? And we can actually see it without the emotion, without the blinkers. What if this person had like got five years experience, they had done a perfect interview, but one of the other candidates had just got 10 years of experience. That is no negative on that first person. It's just that on that day, 
for that position, someone else was more suited to the role. But we internalize again and we go, I'm not good enough. I messed up. I didn't answer the questions properly. And exactly repeating what you said, you know, we generalize. So then we don't go for anything. We say, that was too scary. Stay in the comfort zone. Don't go for another interview. When the next interview, you could be that person who has twice the experience of all the other candidates. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) We, We like to generalize too much to far too many things. And then that one rejection, that one fear, you know, and if there was a fear of the interview and we failed, that's kind of um, like programming that in our minds that, okay, that was scary. I shouldn't have done it. So they don't want to do it again. Yeah. And that just keeps them safe in their comfort zone. They think, oh, okay, I tried and I failed, so I'm not going to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> and then keeps them, that got, makes them kind of retreat back into their comfort zone and think, okay, it's better here. I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> yeah. It just feels safe, <laughs> doesn't it? Like, yeah. Trying things is scary, but at the same time, exhilarating when you've done something, you've achieved it. You've, like we were saying earlier, that feeling of like grit and determination. And I think if you look at lots of entrepreneurs, lots of successful business people, they failed so many times. Um, I was reading the Richard Branson book recently. I say reading, it's always audible. If anything, <laughs> it's always audible, you know, that's what I'm always doing. Um, and he was, he, he had so many fails, if you like. Yeah. But I guess whilst he had the fear, what's that, what's the phrase? Feel the fear, but do it anyway. Yeah. He had such a conviction and such a belief in his abilities, even yeah. though he was making mistakes and he knew he had to keep learning, he was, he kept going. And I think that's probably quite a big thing when it comes to fear. Fear is normal. We all experience it. Actually, our brains are programmed to have fear because it'd be dangerous not to. But it's about sticking at it, keeping going, learning from it and just and just pushing through. Yeah. And this is exactly what I love to talk about, because like you said, fear is so, so normal and we all experience it but you can't let it be the thing that holds you back and I think what I like to talk about as well is that at the end of the day fear is always going to be there because when you step out of one comfort zone and you get to that level you might get to a point where okay I've done it now let me go to a new level so there's going to be fears there like every time you go to a new level in your life there is going to be fear every time you make a change there's going to be fear so it's really a case of accepting that fear and pushing through it and recognizing that it is just that, a fear, and you can push through that. And your perception of fear can be changed with your thoughts and your feelings around the activity that you're gonna do or the change, and you can push through it. You can always, always push through it. Yeah, it's funny. I was was just talking to one of my friends about, um, like, I suppose fears, but phobias, and, I was saying that I hate the idea of like, there used to be this advert where, I'm not sharing my phobias now, um, this used to be the advert, I think it was a, a banking advert where this child was like diving underwater for a pearl. I couldn't watch it because the idea of being like trapped underwater fills me with fear. My friend was watching it, she was like, oh my God, I love that advert, it's amazing. It's all completely down to our perception of the situation. It's like one person is scared of dogs. One person adores dogs. One person is scared of heights. The other person rock climbs for a living. Like 
it is just down to <laughs> our perceptions of it and like what scares us and our experiences and what we have grown up knowing and like you were saying with the relationship things or the job ex examples it's what we've experienced but that doesn't have to be set in stone so at this yeah. point, could you kind of give us, I know you've talked about some as we've gone through, but could you give us some tips, some ways, so if anyone listening to this is feeling the fear in whatever form, can you give us some ways to start overcoming and start tackling fear? Yeah, um, so firstly, I would say, like I just mentioned, just acknowledge the fear, you know, recognize that this is a fear coming up for you when you are trying to make a change and also kind of really pay attention to how fear is showing up for you because it shows up differently for everyone. Some it's like procrastination, some it's sheer avoidance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's the excuses we tell ourselves and the excuses are coming from a fear based thoughts. So firstly, just acknowledge that that is a fear <laughs> and <laughs> you can push through it. Um, so then from there, it's kind of, you know, shift your focus instead of thinking, oh God, there's so many reasons why I shouldn't. And, oh, what if I fail? What if I get it wrong? What if everybody hates me? And what if I lose everything? Because these are all fear-based thoughts as well. And when you can shift your focus into, okay, it's what if everything goes right? You know, what can I do to make sure this goes well? and kind of just spinning it into a positive and think of all the things that you're going to get out of it when you've achieved this goal so completely shifting the focus from negative thoughts that are fear-based to like positive more promising outlooks <laughs> and um, you know some people find it hard to stay positive all the time so it's staying positive in even in like crap situations yes. always yeah. looking for the positive because there always is one there always is um and then from there you know if you are having if you are struggling with fear if you are scared to step into something new if you're scared to i don't know make wake whatever change that is in your life right now i always kind of um try to push women to talk about you know what is more important is it the fear or is it the goal you know because what you aren't changing you're choosing oh what you aren't changing you ch you're choosing Abby so many good bits <laughs> I love that saying because it's so true you know we we all like love to complain about our lives and we all love to you know moan about this and moan about that but at the end of the day if you're not making that active change to change whatever it is you're complaining about you're you're choosing it you are sitting in it and you're not making the changes so when i challenge them and think what's more important and staying where you are now or pushing through the fears and getting to where you want to be and you know what where do you want to be a year from now think about that and you know is that year's vision more important to you to get to than where you are now so then when it comes to that, obviously, hopefully, a lot of the time, the goal is more important. So then we can think, okay, so all these things we can tackle head on because we're going to push through them and get you to that goal. And then, you know, like we were saying earlier, just another tip, I would say, um, 
you know, we always, we talked earlier about how everyone goes to the worst case scenario mm -hmm. and everyone likes to dramatize everything in their heads. And I think that's kind of the biggest thing because I find fear is always the most intense when you're about to take the step, when you're about to do the big thing, when you're about to take the leap. And a lot of the time when we're thinking, oh God, what could happen? What could happen? It, it becomes this big, big thing in our heads. When obviously most of the time, once we've taken that step, it's like, oh, okay, that wasn't so bad. <laughs> yeah, always. Yeah. So, you know, like people who are, I don't know, terrified of, I don't know, injections. I know sometimes that's like a really big fear, but then when they get the tiny prick, they're like, oh, okay. Oh, is that it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay then. It was way, way worse in our <laughs> heads. But I like, I, I find quite, it depends on the type of person that you are, but some people like to prepare for mm -hmm. every scenario. So if I'm working with a person who really likes to be in control of the situation, and that's kind of the fear as well, the fear of not being in control. Mm. So when they're at this point where it's a fear of losing control and not knowing everything, a really good exercise is actually just to plan for that worst case scenario. If that's where your mind's going, if, if you're a person who likes to plan ahead and you like to be in control, actually plan for that worst case scenario. Put a fear plan in place because this way you know that, okay, so what's the worst that could happen? And then I am prepared for that outcome. So what would you do to solve it if that worst case scenario happened? Mm -hmm. And I think that calms a lot of people down because they've already got that plan. And when you can already kind of, you know, if you feel like you've taken a step and it's heading towards the worst case scenario, there's already an action plan. There's already something in place so you can turn it around and push it to the direction you want it to go in. Yeah. So I find that that is always a good plan if you're that type of person who loves to be super, super, super organized. <laughs> yeah. That's me. If I'm scared of anything, I'm in control. And I think that's such a good tip because that is about taking back the control. And I think a lot of the time we are scared of things that we feel we don't have a plan for. And it's yeah. actually the, oh my gosh, what would I do if? But yeah, if it's you're the like, fear of the unknown, isn't yeah. it? It's the fear of the unknown. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how it's going to go. And that just keeps people so stuck in what they're doing. And I just thought quickly, actually, of another tip that kind of links back to the first one about um, um, shifting your focus and all that kind of stuff. But I just thought at the end of the day, the number one thing is you have to want to beat this fear. You have to want to get to your goal like it's the you know what you aren't changing you're choosing you have to want to beat that fear because I work I've talked to so many women like oh I, I want to do this I want to do this but then they don't take the action and it's mm -hmm. all about taking the action and it's you have to want to be you have to want to reach the goal you have to want to beat the fear because so many people um will say they want to do it but then they'll repeat the same behaviors they'll repeat the same excuses and they'll just kind of sit in that excuse because it gives them something to talk about like yeah. i couldn't do that because i was this i was this yeah. i was this 
I literally, I was listening to an audio, oh look, another audio book on the way here. And the person was saying that one of their friends is only happy when they're unhappy. And it was Ooh. like, it's a good one, isn't it? Only happy when you're unhappy. Because it was like they were so used to it and that's what they thrived on. And okay, yeah. on a conscious level, they probably wouldn't say they wanted to be happy, but they, uh, sorry, wanted to be unhappy, but they loved that. They, in, they almost enjoyed saying, oh, well, I couldn't do that because, oh my God, this awful thing happened today. And yeah. I think that's easy to fall into. I'm, obviously I'm a mindset coach as well. So I know that it's important not to do this, but I allow myself a little, like if I've had a bad day, I allow myself a little bit of time to go, oh my God, this happened and this happened and this happened and this happened. And then I stop. Because yes. I said, well, I don't want any more of that crap. So yes. I'm going to make a conscious decision to find something that's good. But I need that five minutes to get yes. it out of my system, to feel like I've been heard. Yes. <laughs> Someone goes, I wow. That same. I will give myself the five-minute meltdown <laughs> and be super highly dramatic about everything. <laughs> and then I will, like, catch myself and I'm like, girl, we don't have time for this. I love that. <laughs> And then you just have to snap back and realize you can't slip into the negativity. You can't go down that spiral. Mm. Just, uh, yeah, I'm the exact same. I'll have like the dramatic meltdown, like panic, <laughs> like 30 messages to my best friend and just be like, and then I literally, I'm the type of person who'll be like, okay, I've calmed down. I've had a word with myself. <laughs> I'm going to move on. <laughs> and then it's the, it's, it's again, it's, it's going back to shifting your focus mm -hmm. because You've, you've allowed the five minutes, you've allowed the meltdown, but you're like, okay, shift your focus. What can I learn from this? What can my next steps be? And turning it into a positive, which yeah. is always the best thing to do. <laughs> Definitely, because it is a slippery slope. It is. It, so it, it, just to recap your tips then, because I, I think I really want to just recap them. So step one, acknowledge the fear. Acknowledge yeah. it, find it, understand it. It's completely normal. It's okay. Then shift your focus onto something positive, onto something that you can do about it, maybe. I love this step three. Ask yourself, what is more important? Yeah. That is really, really powerful because then you're actually attaching to the thing that you want more. And if that's to stay stuck, then that's where you're going to stay. But if that is to get that new relationship, get that career, get those clients, get more visible, whatever it is, if you've identified it as more important, you're going to take those steps. Yeah. And then I love that as well, that extra bonus tip about planning for the worst case. If you're a planner, if you're like me, and if you have to know, well, if this happened, I'd go here. And if this happened, I'd do this. Then actually yeah. it's quite comforting, isn't it? Yeah. I can yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. see that. Amazing. Abby, thank you so, so much. You have given us so many, so many knowledge bombs and so many things that I now want to use as the title of this episode. Um, like I, I'm going to have to go back and like write them all down. Um, can you please tell everyone listening how they can find out more about you? If they're interested in working with you, having sessions with you to get rid of their fears, can you tell everyone how they can find out where you are, where you hang out? Yeah, so I'm literally all on Instagram. That is where I'm at. That's where I love to hang out. So I'm at inst on Instagram at ajcoaching underscore. I am the blue page. You'll know when you're there because it's all blue. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, that's where I hang out. And on my page, you can find out all about my 12-week one-to-one program, which is we dive deep on into all your fears, taking the action, 
and it's just really powerful stuff. And I also offer one hour intensive sessions as well. If you just want the one off on the spot coaching there and then. So yeah, that's kind of where, that's where I'm at. You'll find me over there and I can't wait to connect with everybody. And thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Yeah, you're so welcome. Um, so I will put in the show notes, Abby's Instagram link. So it's AJ, AJ, no, AJ underscore coaching, underscore. AJ no. coaching underscore. <laughs> oh yeah, AJ coaching underscore. Because don't make the, the mistake I made when I tagged Abby in a post. And I actually tagged a gentleman who was just AJ coaching. <laughs> so if you do not see a beautiful brunette with a blue page, with blue and white <laughs> quotes, and it doesn't seem empowering, and she's not saying, girl, we don't have time for that. You are at the wrong place. You need to find AJ coaching underscore, but I will link it in the, in the show notes. So if anyone wants to know more about getting rid of their fears, go and see Abby. Abby, thank you so much. um, And I will speak to you very soon. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this content, I would so love it if you could leave me an iTunes review. You would totally make my day and you'd help this podcast to reach other listeners just like you. And if you know someone who this content would help, then please share it with them. Share the love, share the positivity. I hope you all have a wonderful and prosperous day and I will see you all in the next episode.